All right. So I don't know how do you, how do you guys usually start this? <laughs> do we have an intro? Um, what is our podcast name again? What's <laughs> what's going on with Eddie and Diego? <laughs> All right, back again like we never left. What's going on with Eddie and Diego? Hey everyone. Season two. That's what we'll call. Yeah. It. That's a good idea. Things have changed, I guess, since we last spoke on the podcast. Well, um, when was the last time we spoke on the podcast? Um, it had to be during the summer, right? Cause, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have a job then. Are you sure? I don't think so. I think I was applying, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think actually we did a podcast right after I had my interview with the the place I'm working with now. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, working's good. Working's good. If you don't have to, I uh, highly recommend don't work. I agree. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) I love not working. That is the route that Eddie has chosen. (laughs) And I am jealous. (laughs) It's a good life. It is a good life. But Um, your job is not in Raleigh. No, no, no. My my job is... um, uh, it's further away. It's it's in Rocky Mount, which if anyone knows this area, it's about, what, 50 minutes, 55 minutes away? Yeah. Um, East. Yeah, every single day. I drive 55 minutes, and then I drive back 55 minutes. Um, it's a killer commute, but it's not the worst, like, because I've been listening to so many podcasts and audiobooks, mm. and, and so that's been okay in that sense. And I do enjoy my job, so... That's that's it. I don't know. I don't want to talk. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Don't want to talk. Person job. Yeah. Yeah. When you're making big boy money, things change a little bit. But best perk, our freezer has been stocked with many meats because it's of true. this job. It's true. They've apparently have done work with um, some meat farmers, <laughs> <laughs> animal <laughs> farmers, word, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they kind of have a deal worked out where every so often we just get free meat it's a very strange work perk but i am not opposed no nor am i i enjoy it quite a lot yeah but anyway as we're recording this it is uh what september 30th no 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 27th 27th yeah it's got to be the 27th okay yeah so yesterday they had um the brianna taylor um, Protest. protest And you actually went to that yesterday in downtown. I did. The verdict was Thursday, I guess. Yeah. So they had a protest Saturday. Um, It was in Nash Square. Uh, They said it started at like 7.30. I got there at like 7.15. And there really weren't a lot of people there when I got there. But by 8 o'clock, a decent crowd had gathered. Okay. And then they started marching. And we marched around downtown. And that was pretty normal. Yep. Um, that's happened a lot. Peaceful. And yeah, it was peaceful until mm. <laughs> we walk by Beatamanda <laughs> oh. and they destroy the place. <laughs> they destroyed Beatamanda? <laughs> yeah, everything was peaceful. There was no broken windows until Beatamanda and then they start destroying the windows. Yeah, just a little bit of context for people. Um yeah. Beatamanda is this restaurant here in Raleigh and people loved it actually. I was mm-hmm. like pretty well regarded had you ever been uh no i don't think so but i I think it's been catered to events that i've been to oh wow look at you um but it came out sometime during the summer uh during this whole pandemic that the owner is kind of a sexual predator of some kind right yeah that or just sexist or just um i don't know I don't know the whole story either. I actually yeah. have friends that work there, there though. I think there was sexual harassment though. Yeah. Um at the at that restaurant. And anyways, <laughs> now they're hated in Raleigh. It's true. And uh I think the owner recently just sold it. Did he? Yeah, they Probably just smart. like got rid of it. Uh, um, so this poor new owner. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think it's even in like real business right now they might be rebranding everything right which is probably smart i agree um because you do not want to be associated with that no but um good anyway so that that is why raleigh yeah, so raleighans are so uh 
destroyed it. But they also like started lighting trash cans on fire. Um, and so the police were pretty much, you know, following, following us the whole way. Right. Just to, you know, have someone there block off roads, make sure it doesn't get violent. And so once it got violent, they have these like, like dune buggies almost, with like five or six guys that sit on them. Oh yeah. 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 So once they started breaking shit, they also have this van with like a PA system and it goes like, this is Sergeant whatever from Raleigh, North Carolina. This association is now declared unlawful. You can leave now, but after that, we have to cease and desist, and, and we can arrest you guys. That was crazy. And I actually recorded that on huh. uh, like voice memos from my audio production class. Really? Because <laughs> we have to like make a, a recording with a bunch of samples. But anyways. Yeah, so after that, so they run out, and you know they tackle a few people and arrest some people. But then the march keeps going. Like, it doesn't stop there. Hmm. So they keep going. And then I hung out there for a little bit, actually, just to watch what was going on. And that's when I saw Anna and Maddie. They drive up in their Jeep. Did they, you just saw them randomly or what? They, yeah, they were we picking you ran up? ran into each other. No. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and so I hung out there and I'm on a bike so I can get around quickly. Yeah. So I keep following them and that's pretty much the same. And then, do you know where Second Empire is? Yeah. So I, at that intersection, they, there were some roadblocks set up in the middle and I guess two or three people start fucking with them and breaking them. And so police run out, they tackle two people and start detaining them with zip ties. And I guess the rest of the group has kind of moved on now. Uh huh. And there's this guy on the ground in the middle of the intersection being detained and somehow or another a firework is set off. And it shoots out under him. And so it gets caught under him, and then it explodes in the middle of the street. Oh, my goodness. It was ridiculous. But the craziest part, or maybe not the craziest, but the strangest, like, sight is, like, all the restaurant workers, all the people, all the patrons just around, just, like, watching. Because they're just having, you know, their dinner or whatever, or their normal life. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just this chaos ensuing. And it's really just ridiculous to see, like, the white ladies who are just, like, awestruck. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> this could happen in Raleigh. And so that's silly. But um, Hold on. You, you brushed over this firework thing. What happened to that guy? I think he was all right. I mean, you know, he had a sweatshirt on. And it, it, didn't, look, uh, it didn't look fun because it literally exploded, like, right under there. him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so then they picked him up. I don't, know, I don't know, kept detaining him. Jeez. And then, you know, yelling and it was ridiculous. Holy cow. It was a strange sight. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. And so then it ended like 1030 or what? Yeah. After that, you know, they kept walking around and the group got smaller and smaller and eventually I left too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This one was different, it, you know, because the George Floyd one was bigger and seemed a little more impromptu. Yeah. <clears throat> but this one, there was still violence, but it was a little more cohesive, I guess. Yeah. And smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Another scary thing is like, because police have barriers set up just at various checkpoints around buildings and stuff. They don't want people to smash. And so... Eventually, the mob gets to, I forget what building it was, but there were a bunch of cops there. And, you know, eventually they start, you know, messing with the police railings and stuff. And so, at one point, someone gave the order to the cops to get ready to launch tear gas. And so, all at once, you can tell because every cop gets down on one knee. They take off their, like, little helmet. They pull out their gas mask. And then they put it on. Oh, my goodness. "Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This doesn't look good. And it was so freaky because it was so organized. Yeah. It was was like a military. Yeah. People started backing up after that. So there was no tear gas. Good. Yeah, which was good because that hurts. But um, I guess the cops have kind of, you know, gotten better at managing protests. Or maybe not better, but, you know, they've realized the uh, the backlash that can happen. I have to imagine they have to be better at, or at least more equipped to handle these things from, like, a group psychology sort of perspective. Yeah. 
I guess. But then you see him like just fucking running and chasing down people and tackling them. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's scary. Anyways, protest was crazy. I took like two photos, I think, on my disposable camera. That was it. I didn't take any other photos. Yeah. I mean, it's a very like, it's a very strange situation. It's become a us versus them. The most annoying part to me, I mean, so so people have started bringing umbrellas to shield, uh, like broadcast people, to like put them in front of people with TV cameras. Really? Yeah, it, I, it's just so stupid. And well, I mean, how come? Just because like the. The video footage arrest or something? Yeah. The revolution will not be televised. Um, which, I don't know. I agree with that principle. But, I mean, eventually a photographer will come up to these people and just be like, you guys are fucking idiots. These people are just doing their job. Leave them alone. Um, and it's always the black guy that comes up and tells these white kids to get it together. Oh, oh! We have okay. a Premier League game on in the background. Yeah, it's... Lucas Moore, I just scored for Tottenham. Anyways, so that part's silly. <sighs> it's but. very strange. I don't. Because, yeah. like, it feels just like a lot of white kids are just bored and don't understand. Really. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't know. I feel bad saying things like that. But it, it, it's. I, 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 I don't. Agree. I don't. I can't blame them for being bored either. It's like when you're in high school or you, angry. Yeah. I no, yeah. The, it, I think anger is rightfully justified. It's just that like when you're that young, it's hard to have much perspective on something. And I act like I'm f- far removed from that, but like if you're still living at your parents' house and you never le- <laughs> you've never left and you're like in high school and you haven't really made any decisions, you've barely been able to drive even yeah it's like i don't know your world is much smaller yeah i mean just the main thing i take issue with is like trying to keep it all secretive and you know yeah it's just like it is what it is why i mean be out in the open be upfront about what you're doing yeah i don't i guess that's what i think the movement doesn't happen with it being secretive oh my goodness tottenham's about to score again damn oh, okay yeah, the movement doesn't happen with it being secretive, though. Yeah. Like, it does need to be publicized. But I will say, this event in particular was a little bit controversial. Really? Why? Um, uh, on TNT. The, you the mean, sp- like, the Brianna? Wait, you the, mean the, the Brianna, Brianna Taylor, Taylor protest? Yeah. Because okay. um, Shaq and, I think, Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. uh, they, were doing, they do the NBA commentary stuff. Um, they are talking about how... They didn't know if this was the same as George Floyd. They didn't they didn't think so. How do you mean? In that the circumstances of how it happened is very different. Different. Yeah, obviously. Um it's it's not really for me to speak on because I don't one I don't know that much about it, but I don't know. It I think they were saying it was more like she was just a victim of crime just of yeah police yeah just like both sides like just being like chaotic and she was just caught in the crosswinds yeah i don't don't know anything about the case really yeah i mean i know the main points yeah i know the main point and i mean does that negate the message at all no i don't think so i mean like there still is definitely an issue in the united states yeah if Either the law should be changed or the cops should be punished for something. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, I think, I mean, this is common knowledge. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, but I guess to wrap up this point is like America is still very much, very much. Um, what's the word? Separated. Um, not united there's a word for it i know words <laughs> divided divided is that just it yeah we're just divided well you didn't know divide all right <laughs> i was thinking of a different word yeah um polarized yeah sure anyways yeah racist 
Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's weird because, like, it's. I feel like there's a ton of people out there who, like, they're not racist. Mm hmm. In the sense of, like, they're part of the KKK, like that type of racist. Right. Act- actively racist. They're just, like, ignorant. Like, they don't really... Or apathetic. Yeah, it's... And, I mean, I think a huge part of it is just because, like, they don't either interact with those communities or they don't even, like, have the opportunity to interact with different communities. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially in rural America. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. You have firsthand experience of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like... It's not like they're racist. It's just... They have no idea, just no perspective. Yeah. Um, it's very different. And prior to prior to that, I was like, man, they're just racist. Yeah. But it, the, the, the problem is much more complex than that. Yes, obviously. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to solve it. I think it starts with a united leader at the very least. Yeah. Someone that just brings people together. Or at least doesn't tear them apart. <laughs> yeah. 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 At the very least, huh? Um, um, in other news, though. Oh. Oh, my goodness. This game is getting post. wild. Yeah. Um, in other news, I guess we can talk about our life since yeah, we're, it, uh, it has changed. We're We've in a moved, new place. Yeah. We moved in together. Um, Big 2420. That's right. And our neighbors, we're in this weird part of Raleigh. <laughs> very well, it's, not, it's not a weird part of Raleigh. It's just a weird, you wouldn't, you drive by our apartment complex, you just don't notice it. Yeah. You know? You don't see it at all because it's in the middle of like a million dollar neighborhood. Yeah. And then like somehow our apartment complex exists because they've, this land has just been here for yeah years, like since the twenties. Yeah. And, um, so we live in these tiny little townhomes and they're all kind of spaced out and there's giant trees and it's kind of park like it's awesome yeah no it's great super cheap too yeah yeah super cheap we're paying like 475 um so anybody who's paying less than that let me know yep (laughs) we want (laughs) to but i feel like we got a pretty good deal but everyone else is a sucker yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but and on top of that it's very strange because our neighbors are very friendly and and like they they talk to you yes and that is something I know it's like so weird to say, but I've lived in several different houses throughout, you know, my time in college. Mm-hmm. You never talk to your neighbors. Right. Never. <laughs> Not even if you're living in like an apartment complex or like Valentine Commons is where we lived. And like you have internal hallways, like there's mm-hmm. not even hallways to the outside. And when you see your neighbors, you don't even like look at them. It's crazy. Right. Whereas here they bring you food when you move in. <laughs> yeah. Our first day we got... They brought us a key lime pie key and he's like pie. offered to have us over for dinner, but we, we just <laughs> ate. But which is weird in the time of COVID, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the time on of your COVID. Door yeah. With a key lime pie. You're like, are we about to die? What's going on? I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> Why are you so friendly? <laughs> yeah. But delicious. Very oh my good. goodness. Dare I say world class. I, I agree. <laughs> However, the next pie. <laughs> oh, yeah, he brought us two pies, this man, this gentleman, and we might get him on the podcast at some point. We'd like to. We'd re- His name's Troy. Yeah. Very fun fella. We yeah, don't know much about him, but we would like to. Yeah, but um, he brought us a, a chicken pot pie, and I almost bought one today at the store. Really? Yeah, because he, he's a pastry chef, and so when he gave us this chicken pot pie, oh my goodness. It was about, I mean, he didn't he say like, this will make your mom's cooking look bad? Yeah, this will make (laughs) you mad at your mom's cooking. That's what he said. Direct quote. (laughs) And it was true. It was so good. What a baller quote, too. He knows. He's like, this this is the real deal. And um, he was right. Yeah. It was the real deal. Absolutely 100% the real deal. Um, Delicious. And all this to say is because our other neighbor is... um, He's a younger guy, probably 26-ish. Mm-hmm. And recently, about two weeks ago, he opened up a coffee shop right up the road. Yes. And I had a lot, lot of coffee. Yeah, Go check it out. Yeah. 
There's a lot of question marks about it too, because I, I wasn't even sure if like they'd have much success. Yeah, neither was I. But yeah, holy I was like shit. opening up in the middle of a pandemic, and it's a lot of ifs. But yeah. um, they've been wildly successful. They've cracked the code. That yeah, place seriously, all hours of the day. There's people there sitting outside enjoying coffee, um, and I think a large part of that is that just the attention to detail and the aesthetics. Oh yeah. my goodness it looks really good yeah i mean it's all like mid-century modern very clean very minimal plants everywhere yeah um it, their outdoor the seating paradise. is bright yellow i think that was a brilliant idea i think that was too um it's it's amazing and maybe we should get him on the podcast we too. should get jimmy on the podcast um well we should just start the podcast more <laughs> it's true it's true um but Troy is a pastry chef for Jimmy at this new Idle Hour coffee place. Yes. Um, and so it's, I have it right now. Yeah. Actually. You stopped there this morning. Yeah. Stopped there this morning. And I, I wish I could go there more often. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really typically a coffee shop person because yeah. I've always been like coffee so expensive when you buy it somewhere else. Right. But now that our neighbor has it, I feel a little bit more invested. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that's the only reason too. <laughs> whatever it takes yeah i gotta support him yeah for um, sure but yeah so this new place is very strange mm-hmm. in that it's so friendly so it's a good strange yeah it's like it it's like covid doesn't exist in our little our little nook yeah this little nook back here yeah we don't i mean we don't like party with people or get close to people but it's nice it's really nice yeah just very friendly and there's I'm, a go ahead i was gonna talk about bamboo yes we have a well first of all my family has a cat named queso best cat, cat in the world yeah and then when we move in here we see knockoff queso yeah looks almost identical yeah named bamboo and this is like i am not a cat person at all by any means yeah. and, and there's actually only one cat that i somewhat like i don't even pet bamboo <laughs> actually but i get along with bamboo uh-huh. and that's the only cat i someone like <laughs> it's just this cat is so chill for some reason like i open my, i open the door in the morning and bamboo like walks up to the door just chilling like frequently outdoor cats man. yeah just yeah and then i like walk to my car and just follows me to my car <laughs> and then like i get in my car and it just sits on the curb and Says, i see it when i come back tucks you in at night yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I didn't know cats could be such a way, so dog-like even, mm-hmm. dare I say. But All good things in this neighborhood. Yeah, no complaints. No, not at all. Well, well one complaint is that we have to find a new place in February. Yeah. Because it's a seven-month lease. I know, we found this place too late. Yeah, so that stinks. Because after, after our lease, the entire place is getting remodeled, like the entire complex. Yes. Um. And I don't know if it's remodeled just for like underground infrastructure of like utilities and that sort of thing, or like they're just tearing it down and developing something new. I have no idea. Yeah. That part is very vague. It sucks though. Yeah. Cause um, we're, we just now got some art. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. This place is coming together. <laughs> it is. Um, but I think the plan is to buy a house. Allegedly. Allegedly that is the plan. What are your odds on uh, this happening or not? Um, I don't know. I could see it going either way very easily. Buying a house and just like not buying a house? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, it's easy to see us not buying a house. <laughs> it's true. It is very easy to see not buying a house. Buying a house seems like a much harder thing than not buying a house. Right, but apparently... <laughs> I've been told the math adds up. <laughs> That's what I've been By saying. Diego. <laughs> I've been I've been convincing Addy that he needs to go in on buying this house. Well, he's been convincing everyone to just buy a house together with us. <laughs> it's true. Raise more capital, get a bigger house. <laughs> yeah. All live together. Make TikToks. It's true. <laughs> Here's my thought process. And let us know in the comments what you think. It's not even a bad thought. Okay, so my thought process is that, for one, when you rent from a landlord, they have a little bit of markup on what the actual rent is that they have to pay. 
And so that on its own, either a mortgage or yeah. Like if they have a mortgage, that's a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You could be renting this place for $1,300 a month mm-hmm. from the landlord. So that right there, you're saving a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, Oh, Harry Kane. Oh, ooh, you suck. Uh, on top of that is if you're paying the mortgage yourself, it's not like that money is just disappearing. Like when you pay a landlord, Correct. that money is going towards your house. And when you sell your house, you can pull that money right out. Or if you lose your job, you can just, yeah. You know, yeah. Assuming, assuming your house doesn't lose value. Yeah. Um, which it rarely does. Yeah, and especially here in the Raleigh market. Yeah, that's the other thought. If I mean, this is booming. Yeah. So like, our house isn't gonna lose money. No. Like, if anything, it wouldn't surprise me if it gained like significant value even in one year. Like stuff like that. Yeah. So then, what is your thought process to rent it or to live there and then sell it in a year? Uh, it or could be rent it or live there and then rent it. It could be both. So I think what. What I'm really interested in is turning a profit on it. So I'd like I'd like a house that is like a little bit more run down. Yes. And you do you Very do a reno um and then you live in it. Mm-hmm. How long we live in it? No idea. But it's up to us. Yeah, it's up to us. That's part of it. I could see just straight up selling it after a little while and just taking that profit doing some more houses or something like that. Yeah. Or just keeping it and renting it out to people right and do the same thing again i don't know well diego's goal is to retire in three years (laughs) it's true (laughs) or at least by the time he's 30 so like three years (laughs) (laughs) that would be nuts man if i was 27 oh that would be i can't even imagine being that old yeah just kidding i mean it would be nuts our our budget is $250,000. Yeah, I think that's that's like right around. That's a sweet spot, I think. And we don't want to fork over more than 5 grand each on a down payment. Yeah, which is doable with this thing called an FHA loan. Yes. Which is first first time homeowners something. Something. Yeah, I wish yeah. I knew the acronym specifically. But basically what an FHA loan allows you to do is normally when you buy a house, banks want you to uh, put down. Oh, oh my goodness! Jesus, crazy. Uh, yeah, banks want you to put down twenty percent down on a house, and then your loan is eighty percent of the home's value. Which is a lot of fucking money. Which 20%. is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. You know, twenty percent on two hundred thousand dollars is forty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> um, ridiculous. But an FHA loan, which you get to use once. Uh, you only have to put down 3.5% down on Minimum. a house. Yeah. It could be more. Yeah. And your credit score only has to be, uh, I think it's 600 or 650. Um, mm-hmm. So, Which, you know, that's part yeah. of having your finances in order is like you get a benefit from things like this. Yes. Um, and so that that is our route. We're going to FHA it and get a cheap house, renovate it, and then... Hopefully the appraisal comes in at whatever way more than what we renovated it for. The hard part is though, we pretty much have to buy a house that isn't already up for sale. Yes. We have to find the We deal. have to find yeah. And if it is up for sale, we pretty much have to see it that day, <laughs> tour it that day or the next day, and then put an offer on it. Yeah. Um and so part of that would be getting a real estate agent who's the real deal. Yeah. Um which is also scary. It is scary. Um, We're not scary. I mean, only scary because it's just we new. have to pay them. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll take some money. They will take some money. Um, but I think it's only closing costs. Could be wrong. I don't know. Could be no very idea. wrong. Haven't looked into real estate agents much, <laughs> which seems kind of important when buying a house. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're sitting. And home buying seems like the next move. If anyone here is like on the off chance you're listening to this and you are selling your house in Raleigh Mm -hmm. or have done this before Mm -hmm. in North Carolina, preferably Raleigh. Yeah. Let us know. You can come on the podcast. Seriously. Tell us everything. We'll take (laughs) notes. Addy will take notes. I will take notes. He'll transcribe it. Yes. We've divided up the roles. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. We did divide up the roles. Diego crunches the numbers. It's true. I'll be looking at the logistics of loans and um, just general math um, on, you know, comps in the area and what it costs to renovate and everything like that. The whole process. Sure. And Addy will be messaging people. Yes, I will be talking to people. That's probably best. And smiling. (laughs) Yeah. He'll be trying to generate the deal by like sending out letters and I don't know. We got to isolate our, I think we'll go for like two neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. The plan is slowly coming together. I feel good about it. Yes. It'd be an interesting doc. Yeah. We want to, we want to do that. We want to just record, you know, the process. A mini doc of this happening for the very first time. Yes. At the very least, even if it's not interesting for others, I feel like it'd be interesting for us. Yeah. To just watch it and be like, wow, these guys were idiots. (laughs) And then it'll be like three years later when we're retired when we watch it. Yep. (laughs) But um, long story short, we are we're part of the gentrification. So we're part of the gentrification. 21 and gentrified. That's what it'll be called. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Could be fun, though. We'll see. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't know. I see no downsides <laughs> unless our house burns down between like. But the we time said we that could also be insurance. That could be a good thing. Yeah, we need homeowners insurance. Yeah. absolutely. Could you imagine? Oh, our house burns down. I'd be so devastated. Yeah, we'd be fucked. Yeah, then we'd actually like have to pay the value of the house, right? I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got homeowners insurance. We're we're good. We're sitting Fire's pretty. not even the worst thing that could happen to us. Not at all. Um, what else has happened in our lives? Yeah, I don't I don't know. You got a printer? Yes, I do have this printer now. And this okay when when people think of printers, it's like cheap Walmart printer that prints out your your PDFs. Yes. For school and random stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is not that. This is not that. This is, I guess, like a six hundred dollar printer, and I did not buy it. My aunt bought it years ago and left it in my parents' house. And then one day, I took it. And now... One I've day being one <laughs> one week ago. <laughs> Correct. Um, and so I've been experimenting with it. And it took forever to actually get the settings right to get a nice print. But I think I figured that out. And it's, uh, it's a quality printer. It is. It's pretty awesome. It's, uh, you know... Photography grade printer. Yes, Canon Pro 10. And I don't know if, if anyone else was thinking this, but like, this seems like this is something that should have been right up Addie's alley. Yes, leveraged far earlier. Far earlier. This dude's been doing photography forever <laughs> for a while. <laughs> and true. he's just had this photo grade printer in his house collecting dust. Yes. For years. Well, and the thing was with like plenty of ink too and plenty of paper. Yeah, it not only comes with a full set of ink inside the printer, it comes with backups. Yes, it does. It does. So if you're looking to buy some prints, um, don't buy it from this guy. This yeah, guy's don't an buy idiot. it from me. As you can see, <laughs> I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> but I might be able to point you in the right direction. <laughs> um. Yeah, because, I, I don't know. It's exciting, though. It's exciting to have this in the house. Yeah. Things have changed. Then we're going to have prints everywhere now. Yes. Lots of lots of dicks all over our wall. It'll be <laughs> oh, good. my goodness. But um, another thing is COVID is still going on. It's true. Which is strange. It's true because it's like, it's obviously real, but it's like, People just have accepted. Yeah. Accepted it. I mean, we've accepted it. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's what you do when you go to the grocery store. Yeah. You put on a mask. I mean, we went out. We went out you to dinner the other night too. You put on a mask. Exactly. <laughs> you're eating. You don't put on a mask. You t- you take it off no, and you, you sit down. But if you're walking around, you put on a mask. Yeah. You just, it's <laughs> it's no, life I mean, now. This it, will go on forever. The mask thing. It it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't feel as strange to me anymore. It just feels like that's what going out is like. Yeah. You leave the house. You You got your wallet, keys, phone, and mask. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) That's all you need. Yeah. And you, I mean, you wear a mask, you won't get COVID either. Sure. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, the only way you're going to get COVID 
is if you're making out with someone or, you know, obviously <laughs> at a party with a million people. Yeah. But um, it's true. The whole like social gathering dynamic has changed. Yes. It's, uh, I don't know. More responsible, smaller groups, mm-hmm. smaller groups of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and even still, like no new friends, you know? That's true. Now more than ever. Yeah. No new friends. <laughs> I mean, you got to stay within your bubble, which yeah. sucks. It sucks so bad. Yeah, that part is weird. You don't like you don't meet people in the same way. Oh, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I guess <clears throat> you're still in the midst of like circle development as far as like yes. meeting people at state and you, you could have been. You could have been in the still midst. changing. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But like senior year was great. You know, yeah. that's when you meet people. It's true. Or it's part you get of meeting. close with people. Yeah, you get to know more people. Yeah. I guess every year of college is great. You get to know people. Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, I feel lucky that I, I have like a circle. Yeah. That's fairly expansive already. Well, State sent out an email the other day saying like spring semester probably going to be the same. That's crazy. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean, I wouldn't live on campus anyways, but. Yeah. Still. I just feel like you have to be more <clears throat> before it was like you'd casually see people all the time. Yes. I feel like now it's like a little bit more deliberate. I've been like Yes. Deliberately reaching out to people. Yeah. Um to see what they're up to and and stuff like that. Which is probably, you know, just better social skills than how Well that's how it used to be. Until, what do you mean? Until like the proliferation of smartphones i think yeah yeah it's like like our society sort of reverted a little bit back to the old ways of social interaction yeah and it's not a bad thing really it's It's like yeah no it's more authentic and yeah you just don't see somebody you don't want to see anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true yeah you only see people you really like yeah um if you're being smart about it <laughs> some people i guess will still see people they just don't like yeah even in the, in the midst of a pandemic but anyway i i just feel like i'm more deliberate or intentional with reaching out to people definitely um which is something i've been meaning to do generally just i feel like you do that more as you get older yeah too you know yeah i mean otherwise you just end up with no friends <laughs> yeah you just twiddling your thumbs yeah Oh, I couldn't even imagine. No, that'd suck. Yeah, but um, I think it'll be all right. Yeah, like the end of school and stuff. Yeah, honestly, I think in some ways it'll be nicer because I've always had this thought. You know, all right, I'll get to my last semester, then I'm just gonna drop out, <laughs> just so just so my life isn't so stratified. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But this way, I'm just like easing out of it. You know. <laughs> Just kind of they're a just nice, giving you the degree. Yeah, college is just just fading away. Yeah, you know, it's true. It's a nice, easy, smooth transition. Like you're in class, but like not really. Not really in class. <laughs> I'm not in class, anyways. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. not the not seeing people does suck though. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, I guess speaking of like reaching out to people, we end up going to my friend Tony's place in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. We went to Philly. Yeah. That was fun. That was a good trip. Great trip. Yeah. We yeah. drove, it was seven or eight hours there, I guess. Yeah. It was a longer time there. Cause we, we just got stuck in traffic and yeah. the slowest Bojangles in the world. Oh my God. That was crazy. Yeah. Just multiple things went wrong on the way there. As far as time, yeah. it wasn't a bad drive. No, it wasn't though. a bad trip at all. Yeah. But, you did well. But it was great because Raleigh was so hot. And oh, humid. my God. That yeah. was the best part. Yeah. And the weather we, was the best part. We get there and it's like, I don't know, 830, 9 o'clock. And it's like 75. It's beautiful. Dry. Yeah, that like, was the crazy part. No bugs, really. Yeah. And we just drink. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so <laughs> great. We went on a run one morning. <laughs> 
Yeah, it yeah. It was so nice. The day after we got there. This I mean, was so we, stupid. We got there and we kind of drank, or at least I drank a little bit heavy, um, especially because Ariana just like handed me her whiskey. And, like, <laughs> was handing me her drinks that she didn't want to finish. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah. As a boyfriend. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's the hard part of being a boyfriend <laughs> is drinking more. Yeah. Um, but then the, the next morning, we're like, it's going to run at 9 o'clock or 8.30 or whatever. I don't know how the fuck that happened. But yeah. And happened. so we we all get up. And we all, well, we're doing this. I guess we're doing this. <laughs> we're outside now. Yep. This is happening. This is well, the f- first, we uh, we didn't want to leave from the house. We wanted to go to a trail or something. Oh, yeah, and you're so right. so we drove around for 30 minutes in Tony's minivan. Yeah. Before realizing that everything was closed because of COVID. Yep. And so then we came back to the house and just left from the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> left from the house anyway. <laughs> And uh, keep in mind, I felt awful, like from waking up. The yeah. second I woke up, I was like, "Oh man, I feel terrible." Yeah. But uh, I went on the run, and during the run, felt pretty good. It was nice. Yeah, we stopped halfway through at this like little grassy area, and uh, when and when this when is we a st- college town too. We're in Bryn Mawr. Villanova is right, pretty much right next to where we're staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Villanova's there, um, and so when we stopped. Halfway through our run, that's when I started feeling like, <laughs> like wait a oh, minute. <laughs> man, this is bad. But uh, we continued our run. We got all the way back, and some time went by. Like, Tony and I were prepping for our fantasy football draft, which mm-hmm. was also that day. And so, drafted a couple players, and then, you know, this come, like, sixth or seventh round. Um, I'm like, all right, I need to take a shower. <laughs> like, I haven't done anything since that run. And I, I get in the shower, I get undressed, and I look at the toilet, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to fight this anymore. So I get on my knees and just like start dry heaving, and I throw up everything. Disgusting. And instantly felt so much better. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Um, yeah, then I just got in the shower, cleaned up, just kept drafting. Yeah, then it was a good day. <laughs> But overall, Philly, pretty cool city. The roads do not make sense. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a crazy time to drive there. But um, I would eat a Philly cheesesteak again, for sure. That was delicious. Oh, such a big meal. That was a great trip, now that I think about it more. Yeah. It's just nice to go somewhere. No, absolutely. It was low-key, too. We we were throwing the Frisbee a lot. That's always a good time. In this little, yeah, the little park. Yeah. With cheesesteaks. And then we also got uh, tacos from uh, South Philly Barbacoa. Season two, episode five, chefs, or maybe season five, episode one of Chef's Table. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we actually went to a location that was on Chef's Table and we saw um, yes. Christina, who was the, the, the chef. chef. Yeah. yeah. That was sick. Yeah. We had to wait for like 45 minutes in line. We did. Yes. We did. But it was quite, a, quite an experience. But it was cool because it's, um, it's right on the street. But right. the intersection it's at is, is like pedestrian traffic only. Like cars can't really go down there. Yeah, they just blocked it off and put tables throughout the entire street. Yeah, and they have these big tarps hanging up um, for shade. Yeah. And then they're not letting people go inside because of COVID. So they just have this little stall outside with a dude chopping up meat and taking orders. It's like yeah. it's like one guy running it outside and then Christina, who's in and out. Yep. But the craziest part is that they have like four bowls of like toppings just sitting there for everyone to use. I know, yeah. <laughs> Not COVID friendly, but I don't care. Not at all. No. But tacos were delicious. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there were lamb tacos that were like basically how she does it according to chef's tables. Like they have like a pit mm-hmm. in the back. Yeah. And so they throw all the lamb in there and then they bury it. And it just cooks there for like hours. And it's delicious. And Oh my goodness. I mean, the meat was just like, you could like grab a bone and just like pull it out yeah. with zero force. Yeah. It was just so tender. Um, Highly recommend. It's the real deal. Definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. And that, <clears throat> I didn't, I appreciate it a lot. But then yesterday we went to, uh, was it yesterday? Two days ago. We went to a, a Cantina 18 here, which oh, is like a local, place. local, uh, yeah, Hispanic place. Well, one, because we thought, South Philly barbacoa was expensive. Yeah, it was like four bucks a taco. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we go to this place that's, you know, in Cameron Village, kind of nice area. Eight dollars a taco. It was so stupid. And the food was just like terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, very subpar. Yeah. 
And I guess, I don't know. Part of that could have been uh, the last restaurant I had was this place, yep. South Philly Barbacoa, for Hispanic food. And then and then we go uh, to this shithole. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Never really want to go there again. No, I would never. But um, I guess I've had Chipotle in between. Not really Hispanic food, just good food. No. But Philadelphia would recommend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, would recommend. Fun weekend. And I think... Are we going sailing next weekend? Is that happening? I'm going sailing next weekend. <clears throat> if you want to come, I'll are, allow it. Are they but Are they going sailing? Yeah, Anna's checking out her parents' boat uh, maybe this weekend or sometime this week Okay. to see if the motor works. Yeah, that's a good good test. Yes. I mean, the motor is really only needed because it makes it easier to navigate waters. Correct. If the you know if wind conditions and tide aren't ideal for yes. sailing... And, you, you know, motor's good to have. Okay. We're going to Masonboro, though, which is a little island just south of Wrightsville Beach. Um, it's just on the Outer Banks. And you have to sail to it. Or you have to take a boat to it. You don't have to sail to it. And me, Maddie, and Anna have been there before. You've never been there. No. And so we're thinking if, you know, the trip happens, we leave Thursday. We take Anna's Scott, which is a sizable sailboat. A um, lot of fun. Also her boyfriend. Also her boyfriend. Um, <laughs> but if the weather's nice, we'll leave Thursday and sail there and you camp. And then you guys, if you come, you'll come. Probably. Probably Saturday, right? Or Friday night. Yeah, it could be Friday night because um, Ariana gets off at like 2, so we'd be there oh. at 4 or 5. Oh, that would work because we'd, we'd need some light. Because we'd have to pick yeah, you guys up. Yeah, that's, that's the issue. It's yeah. like kind of when she gets off. Yeah. Because um, it's right off Wilmington, right? Correct. So that's like two hours away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's two hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we could be there by light. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I, I guess, well, the thing is where we launch the boat from, We have to. there's one spot we launch the boat from. Yeah. But you guys, you could just go to like Wrightsville. Like to a really close spot or something. You drop a pin and I go there. Exactly. I I don't know. Like, how do I park my car? Where do I park my car? Yeah, there's, um, you'd probably be all right. Honestly, there's like public access places that you can just leave your car. Okay. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to leave it where you guys leave it. Just, yeah, that's the thing. Then it would, which you totally could. It'd just be a longer sale to come get you. Yeah. Cause then we could is, like, yeah. That'd be easiest. And if it's light and if the tide's right, then we can come get you. No prob. Okay. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It all depends on when she gets off. Yeah. Um, but that'd be a lot of fun because Mason Barrow is awesome. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd be down. And now that I dropped my class, I'm like. Oh, you did that? Yeah. I'm Good. smooth sailing. So I have, <clears throat> I've been doing my master's while I've been working and it's been destroying my time. Yes. Um, you have negative time. Yeah, I just yeah, I'm negative on time all the time. Every time I'm having a social interaction, it's hurting me. <laughs> hurting your grades. <laughs> yeah, it's hurting my grades. Like if I like walk in the door and talk to Addie, that hurts my grades. Yep. That's minus one point. <laughs> Which happens a lot. Yeah. No. <laughs> you just like can't go life without social interaction. Like That's true. It's it's not worth it no. to me. Um You gotta enjoy <clears throat> yourself. And like I'm still like progressing i'm on a course of life that is progressing career-wise correct uh just not as fast as i'd like i think so it's all right but anyway so i dropped a class i think my time is way more free um which one you, you you're still in concrete you dropped advanced strength. yeah I, I dropped concrete oh you dropped concrete no no no, 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 no. sorry 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 i dropped advanced strengths of materials gotcha and so i'm in concrete and uh, a little bit of background is i've been doing concrete research um you know, pretty much my entire senior year. Pretty much his whole life. And uh, and so I know the professor really well, and I kind of I know concrete pretty well. So it's a good it's a good transition. What it's a like, sentence! <laughs> I know it's like not a hard transition for me um, between like undergrad and grad school and working at the same time. Because <clears throat> it's not like I'm learning very new things. Mm -hmm. It's like just an add-on of something I know pretty well. Right. And I know that the teacher's teaching style. Right. Like to a, 
a key. Like I have his phone number. Yeah. <laughs> and so. No, that's. Yeah. That's how it should be. He actually added me on LinkedIn like yesterday. Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Sending me <Yeah>. dick pics. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's a good transition. It's not that much time for me right now, especially while I'm like spending every day at work just learning something new yeah. anyway. So it's just like, <clears throat> I'll be I'll be okay. I think I'll be able to sail. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for, I forgot you were dropping a class. That's awesome. Yeah. How much... You're going to get a little check then, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm going to... I'm assuming I get, like, paid half of what... like Because right. I've I participated in half of a semester, so I, I bet I'll get half back. Um, oh, that'll be awesome. And so that'll be, like, $700, I hope. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. If I get any money back, I'll be very <laughs> excited. That'll go right to the house. Yeah. Yeah. No, really, yeah. Smooth sailing. We really need to do that. We need to just sit down and... <clears throat> yeah. You know? Yeah, part of uh, what I do on my thinking sessions is where where am I going? Or where where can we go? Yeah. I have it like... I have it nailed down. Good. The neighborhoods at least. You want to do that today? You want to drive around a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Um. Yeah, because... I think we're going to do it right. I feel good. I feel optimistic. I do too. Because... Like I said, I said one day, um, what did I say? I said, we're both really good at knowing when we're not the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> it's true. And when you're doing something <clears throat> crazy and new like this, <laughs> you got to know. <laughs> yeah. We, there's, a, there's a few people I'd like to reach out to. Yeah. Um, some are just like, I've been listening to a couple bigger pockets podcasts. A couple. That's all he does these days. <laughs> That's true. I listen to bigger pockets all the time. But there's been like one guy... Who's a North Carolina like Fayetteville investor? Okay, and like these people are just like casual people, right? They're not like celebrities or anything. They're just like they're good at what they do in this market of real estate. Yeah. So I think we can like reach out to them and like like talk to them. Do it. Yeah. So I, there's there's two guys I'd like to talk to, and then there's uh, our former landlord, Mister uh, Mister Carlton William William Midyet. Carlton is his middle name, I think. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Huh. All right. Well, yeah. Mr. Uh, uh, still, Mr. Carlton. He might uh, He might try to fuck us, though. You know? I know. Because we're in the same market. <laughs> we are in the same market. <clears throat> Basically, when we talk to Carlton, it'll, it'll be a peace offering. It's yeah. you step aside <laughs> or we'll end you. Yep. <laughs> we, uh, we still have the keys to 1105. <laughs> it could uh, yeah. cause you some problems. Yeah. It'd be a real shame if you're at that house and the next door house and uh, infested the house with next door to that one were just to uh, disappear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he'll be a cool guy. He seems like a pretty cool, cool guy. He's young, just, too. Like, hearing him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think we should definitely like talk to just people who know their stuff. And if anything, Carlton, I hope could set us up with some like good contractors or something. Yeah. Because I hear like that's one of the hardest parts is mm-hmm. like, People just don't know what they're doing, yeah. contractor-wise. My dad knows some people, too, in yeah, the area. Yeah, that are, like, yeah. solid quality contractors. Yeah, because he worked construction for a while. Yeah. Or carpentry. Oh, okay. See, and that's the thing, too. That's what makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. Mm. Is like, my career is structural engineering, doing, like, residential inspections right. a lot, like, half the time. So, like... Yes. Half of my job is like seeing like, oh, these people are dumb because they did it themselves and they just like they messed it up. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Or it's like this contractor is just an idiot and said he could do something that like he needed an engineer to do something. Right. Um, it's true. If you weren't doing this, I'd be way less confident. Yeah. So like I feel like I have like a little bit of an edge in yeah. that sort of construction space. Especially if it's if it's concrete. Yeah, if it's concrete, game over. Game over. Yeah, we should just make a concrete house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so now that I'm doing like residential inspections and stuff like that, it's like, ooh, man, I I feel like I know what I'm looking for now. Yeah. Or like at least, very least, I know some like major signs of no, no. Yeah. Yeah, Get get out of this. Yeah. Um, It'll be an adventure. Oh, man. For sure. Quite an adventure. I'm excited for it. I'm excited too. It's it's a very strange thing to do too. Yeah, no one at our or maybe people at our age, but no one in our positions 
Yeah. Or a friend group would think, you know what? Let's, let's buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It, yeah. Nobody in my friend group, and it's, you know, 14 people strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's even probably considered buying a house yeah. yet. We're so, breaking new ground. Yeah. I know. But anyway, the, the whole goal is, I think, real estate investing for me. I think that's that's where I'm going to end up. Yeah. That's where a majority of my money is going to be held. And I heard this concept, actually. It's a kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It's um, you buy uh-huh. a house for your kid yeah. for college. Mm-hmm. So when they're born, you start like a 15-year lease. Right. And then you just rent it out. And so the renters until they are, get to college, yeah, the renters are paying the lease, yeah, and then when it's time for them to go to college, you, you sell the house, yeah. I'm like, what house is not worth like a hundred grand? Oh, I thought you meant that. Um, <laughs> you buy a house. I guess you don't know where they're going to college, so I was yeah, like, yeah. they'll live in it. <laughs> yeah, no, they won't live. I in understand. It, it pays I, for their college. I understand. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So it pays for their college, and it's like. The house only increases in value probably yeah. in 15 years. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. But smart. You buy like a, a $200,000 house even. And then the renters are just paying it off. Yeah. At the end of 15 years, $200,000 is way more money for college than you need. Yeah. For four years. Hopefully. Typically. Unless you're going to like. But even if it doesn't cover all of it, it still covers a chunk. Yeah, unless you're going to Duke, which is what, uh, $240,000 for four years? Too much. A lot. Yeah. And if that's the case, my kid can just suck it up and pay for the rest (laughs) himself. (laughs) Or they're smart enough to get scholarships. It's true. Yeah. Oh, that was something we talked about the other day, actually. What? Being the oldest child. Oh, yeah. Put you at such a... It's such a disadvantage. Yeah, I know. It's like you experience things and then you have like so much hindsight that like, man, I could have been like, this. Wow. Like, I could have been so much smarter if I knew a little bit more yeah. in the beginning. Um, and then your your siblings get to reap those benefits. Your yes. younger siblings. It's good, though. It's good to have a younger sibling. Yeah. Um, or it's just good to have a sibling in general. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's part of being a good older sibling, I think, too. Yeah. Is like, hey, idiot. Little <laughs> mini me. <laughs> I've been through this. You listen to me. <laughs> the world ain't easy out there. It's not. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um, yeah. Your your siblings really get to reap the benefits of uh, what, what's going on. I take full the- credit for all my sister's success. I mean, absolutely. That's the way it should be. Her, her success in running—that's yeah. all you. All me, one hundred percent. Morehead nomination, all me. <laughs> For those who don't know, Addie's sister is a savage. She is a savage. Just an absolute beast. Yes. Yeah, like one hundred percent winner. Yes, I agree. I, she can't lose. There's <laughs> no. literally no losing. Not an ounce of losing in her veins. But not because of luck. No. But because she just no, she does just it. like, just like by adult standards, just a monster. Yeah. Just like put it in like crazy miles, yeah, and running, and then like good baker, and then like yeah, excellent true. at school, yeah, like top of class. Well, the drive is what blows me away. Yeah, just that's like, the hardest part. Talent, raw talent is easy. Yeah, yeah, I know it. If you got it, you got it. <clears throat> Absolutely. But just like, just going, yeah, and just like doing when she says she's gonna do something, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Just, it's amazing. It's true. She goes to Broughton. Uh, she's a senior at in high. That's a high school. Yeah. And um, I I guess the bigger high schools in Raleigh are really just in North Carolina. Yeah, this school they, looks like a castle too. It literally is. But um, bigger high schools will pick three or four seniors uh to nominate for um full ride scholarships at north carolina public university or just all universities i guess but the moorhead is the one for carolina and lily was one of four people who got broughton's nomination for the moorhead yeah it's like she got their blessing yeah like stamp of approval yeah you can do this we approve of this candidate yeah um and so and like 
a shit ton of people applied for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so that is pretty savage. No. Yeah. That alone is huge. But honestly, I mean, Carolina's the backup. <laughs> Carolina's her backup. Yeah. I mean, how crazy would it be to get the Moorhead and then turn it down? Like, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold out. Thanks guys. <laughs> it's a bold move. My dad actually knows someone who that happened to. This dude got the Moorhead and decided to go be a fisherman in Ocracoke, North Carolina. <laughs> what? Isn't that awesome? What? Yeah. And he's living a great life. Happy as a clown. Yeah, what a bold guy. That's pretty cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah, but Lily, Lily's going places, for sure. Yeah. We should have her on the podcast. She should have her on the podcast. <laughs> she's pretty well-spoken. She is, yeah. No, she's just well-spoken in general. I agree. But, I like, mean, for a high school student especially? Because of me, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to bully your, your younger siblings. <laughs> you got to whip them into shape, make them tough. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not giving them a black guy, who I mean, will? Who will? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, just very impressive. Very, very impressive. Um, I don't know. But anyway, we're all that to say is when we were in high school, especially when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I did not care at all. No. And I didn't even get, like, I got good grades. Well, I, I was in honors classes. Yeah, it's AP not to say either. we were like, um... What do you call it? Like just Lazy. like deadbeats. Yeah, no. we didn't care. Like we cared about things. Yeah, no, we cared we, about soccer, friends. You yeah, know. did school. Shit, we were involved. Did in. soccer. Yeah, but like, didn't have a larger vision. No, we did not. No, it was like <laughs> yeah, we just carried out high school as if that was like the end all. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and had a great time. Oh, excellent yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. And then we got to senior year, and, and people like, started telling us that. Oh, you should have had a. You should have kept your GPA really, really high. <laughs> yeah, there were things after this. There's money out there in scholarships. <laughs> you didn't know. Yeah. You know, our school got over a million dollars in scholarships for right. our students. Yeah. And you got zero of it. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever. It things worked out in the end, I guess, huh? I think they did. We're at Country Club Homes. Yeah, we are Country Club owners. <laughs> It sounds so nice, and it yeah. is nice, but it's not how it sounds. Yeah, that's that's the name of our, our apartment complex is Country Club Homes. Yeah. And in all fairness, we are close to a Carolina Country Club. Yes, and, and very big homes. Various, you know, <laughs> million-dollar-plus houses. Yeah. Literally surrounding every corner of this property. It's exciting. Um, we should rob them. We should... <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do when I'm at home. Scope out some uh, some joints. I don't even think you have to rob them. You can be like, hey, can I get this? <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, we have five. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're right. Definitely right. <laughs> that That's like the the rich level we're looking at over here. Yeah. But I couldn't even imagine like just buying a house in these neighborhoods. Crazy. Oh, man. Totally crazy. Yeah. If I can like just buy one of these houses and not even bat an eye. That would be ridiculous. It's not for me, though. I'm more of a landowner type guy than a giant <laughs> facility of a home. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. If I got a place to throw a Frisbee, we're living life. Hell yeah. Frisbees are great inventions, actually. I agree. They should great be. Inventions. I think, feel like that's one of those items that you should just carry around everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you go. Yeah. yeah. You should have a Frisbee in your trunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In your car. Yeah. Definitely. Or right, every trip. Um, have other big things happened to us? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. School, work, house. That's um, uh that's what's going on right Italy, now. Yeah. Trying to get the podcast back together. It's true. You started YouTube. I did. Sort of. Sort of. You nah, put I out I don't even care anymore. Well. I don't Harry Kane. God damn it. <laughs> you put out uh three videos. I put out three videos. Just not, I'm just not motivated because I hate YouTube as well. I don't hate YouTube. I hate YouTubers as it is. So it's tough to be one. It's true. I guess that's fair. It could be a place for your art. Yeah, that's true. In a sense. Yeah. Different sort of YouTuber. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of niche people out there. It's the vlogger YouTubers that are. Uh, yes. Suck. Yeah. It's very strange. To talk to a camera. Yeah. It's like a normal part of life. 
<laughs> when you're not really doing much either. Yeah, when you're just saying nothing. But in a sense, that's how all YouTubers start. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, their audience allows them to do crazy stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that, man. I don't know. I got some time on my hands, so. Yeah. Who knows? I, for one, like YouTubers. Yes. Um, Uh-oh. Oh. oh. Anyway, that's what's going on with Eddie and Diego. That is what's going on with us. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not two months from now, but. But it could be. Stay on the lookout. <laughs> Adios. Thank you for listening.